happening everybody welcome back to another episode of the major nerds podcast it's the show where we talk about the shit we love while talking shit to each other on no set schedule because it's very randomly these days as always my name is michael i'm abe noelia and sarah that's it that's it (laughs) that's all you get (laughs) that is all you get the true mvps yeah, the people who can get together on a Wednesday night instead of a Sunday night because what's time really mean? Time is relative anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, it it's a free podcast. You can't complain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We do this on our own time, you know. We don't get paid for this. Because we Are love you, you listeners. That, that we're making a favor towards us. Yeah. <laughs> so really, you guys owe us, really. Conversations. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. If you're still listening, if you're still with us, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And hey, you yeah. know, reach out once in a while. Every candle flickers sometimes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, every flame flickers sometimes. It can't always be burning bright. You know? Exactly. That's very true. Okay. Yeah. This would be great. I'm with it. Wow. wow. Okay. But we are here today on a Wednesday. Uh, minus Ryan, minus Jim, so there will be a lot less shit talk than normal without either of them. We'll see how calm and relaxing this episode is compared to usual. Uh, but we're going to talk about pretty much one thing and one thing only, because it came out on International Women's Day, and boy do I want to talk about it, because I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as a man... I love women. Yeah, so, so it's a great topic for me to talk about. So Abe and I are going to steamroll the whole conversation about this wonderful movie, Captain Marvel, and um, we'll get Noelle and Sarah's. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get our 15 second yeah, sound bites. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Before we get into Captain Marvel, do you guys want to talk about the Game of Thrones trailer? Because we haven't talked about it, and it's happened, and we should all be pretty excited for that TV show, right? You actually, know what? I, actually, before we do that, we're just, so excited we all talk at the same time. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, I would just say um, I would continue to remind people that one of the reasons Jim is not with us is because uh, one of his sons, uh, four legged sons, uh, had an accident and he's being a careful daddy, taking care of his pup. He's still not walking, but making progress. Um, but if you still want to help, like we did last episode, you can check out his GoFundMe. It's posted on our, our Instagram page. If you're checking our Instagram page, you might as well just drop a high, drop a holla. But really, drop a howdy. Um, just, just um, want to make sure that uh, Jim knows uh, he's with us. We love him, and uh, mainly because I really love his dogs more than anything else. But more than him yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. I don't think All I've right, ever heard anyone say the word "drop a high" before. Drop a hi. 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 <laughs> okay, who wants to start? 
Um, I will absolutely start with this. Very excited about the trailer, but the thing that I was most excited for is the fact that Arya looks like she's going to get, you know, Beat a little scared. She's going to get her shit pushed in a little bit. I'm absolutely ready for that. Um, the other thing that I'm most excited about is probably the introduction of the Golden Company, because if you do read the books, the Golden Company is a pretty huge part of the final book, A Dance with Dragons. No spoilers, though. So I'm so excited to see their inclusion and basically hope that they don't turn into like a meat fodder army for the people to throw at each other. Other than that, though, I don't really feel like the trailer revealed a lot, besides the fact that John is definitely going to ride Rigal. Yeah, John. That was my first thought. John's going to ride that See how dragon. confidently he was striding towards that dragon? My goodness. I am pretty certain there's a scene in the trailer where the dragons are like flying through a snowy canyon. North I of will, the wall? I will, no, I will guarantee John and Daenerys are both on one of those dragons and they're doing like a little how to train your dragon flying dance thing. A little montage? I yeah. Think, I think... Titanic um, style. I think they might arrive. Do you think they might arrive to Winterfell no. on the dragons? No, they no they're on boat. No, okay. Well, they're on boat, but then they show them with the Ansari just riding their horses yeah. into Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, for me, it, the best thing about this trailer is that we're just back in the Game of Thrones universe, and people, it's back on everyone's mind, and everyone's talking about it, which is my personal favorite time of year. We didn't get it last year, so <laughs> it's cool to be back. Like, this is the one tentpole event tv show that's left in pop culture right now and it's probably going to be the last 10 week weekly 10 poll show this big ever and it's it's so fun to have a conversation with everyone on a monday morning like if you don't watch the show on sunday you should call out of work on monday because there's no <laughs> point there's, the yeah there's no point of going so like it's just cool to have that with that being said i'm very excited for this show john's gonna ride a dragon i feel like all these episodes the, everything they showed in the trailer is only from the first like couple episodes even yeah. though they have the winter the battle of winterfell i think that's going to be like still think that's going to be like episode three ish where like well, we don't know where it's going to go because i don't maybe, think they put maybe, anything maybe in the, the last the five episodes the standoff is in the north and maybe it, it barely reaches king landing i mean there there's a scene in the trailer where cersei's just sitting by herself in the echoes of silence and in her castle and she's kind of flipping like you can see a little bit of a crazy eye oh yeah on. uh but but all the scenes of battle look like they're in snowy areas so maybe the battle is contained around winterfell or whatnot i mean the white walkers to, bring the yeah, snow what, what's, what's that sir the white walkers bring the snow oh shit good point <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot winter is here. Uh, yeah, but I agree because it is also Winterfell, you know. Yeah. So there's got to be something going on in there. Oh, there's definitely gonna be a battle of Winterfell. I for definitely sure. am. I want like one of the last shots of the show, just to confirm one of my personal theories and head cannons. I want uh, one of the, the last, like one of the last scenes of the show to be finding dragon eggs under the uh, crypts of Winterfell and the geothermal vents. I believe that there's something hidden down there. I don't know. That'd be so weird because they haven't mentioned the geothermal events. I don't give a fuck. Years. I mean, oh I don't God. care. I mean, but yeah, that'd be people are like, what the fuck is what that? What is going on? Yeah. That's fine. I don't. I, I don't watch the show to fucking get along with the casuals. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one fair. thing I would say, I don't know if you guys uh, catch this. Yeah, we caught it. We catched it. Um, it's been confirmed that this is the biggest battle scene ever filmed. Longest, I think. 50, the, I think 53 they were, days. 
Well, not just a, just no, yeah, I it's not just the, the day and time. It's just a capture in film. Like there's never been so much film used wow. to capture. I think that says the longest consecutive movie. consecutive battle ever put on film. So that's that's movies and everything. That's what they said. I so, wonder how yeah. many like people were filmed in it. Like how many extras? Oh, there will be. There would definitely be like a behind the scenes when it comes out because oh, there's yeah. no way there's not. Can't wait it's for directed that by the. Extra. It's directed by the same guy who did Battle of the Bastards. Mm. Uh, so it's gonna be good. Did he do anything? He's gonna else? be great. Yeah, he did some other episodes. I can't think of anything else, but I think he did Hard Home and he something hard else. Home. Yeah, he did Hard Home. Hard Home was hella good. Yeah. So he's Miguel Sapachnik. Oh, he does kind of all the big, the big yep. old episodes. If I'm not mistaken, I think he also did the Battle at the Wall. Yeah, he made. Which is my personal favorite episode. Um. I did is see that it. the one? The one where they do that three sixty take? Yep, oh, it's the one where they had just God. fight the wall the whole time. Yeah, they fight at the wall. Yep. Alistair Thorne is up there. Like, yeah, that's a good episode. Uh, that's such a good fucking. Episode. Wait, is that when the the, the wildlings? The wildlings, yeah. and you know that's and when Mance Raider is still around. Kill, you know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, that was a good episode. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Noelia? What do you think of the trailer? I'm ready for. I'm ready for it to end. I'm ready wow. to just finally see how they are. I don't want to say neatly because I don't think it'll be very neat how they wrap this up. Um, I'm ready for my heart to be broken. I'm ready for me just to not see a happy ending. I'm ready. I I I love the trailer. Um, I cannot be more hyped about it. Um, it's yes, we've been doing some rewatching um, yeah. of like been, key episodes. Oh, that's good. Game of yep. Thrones and Veep, both yeah. getting ready for both last season. So what I've been doing, I've been listening to all Game of Thrones podcasts. So I went through. I'm doing binge mode Game of Thrones right now instead of watching everything. I'm just listening to like a half hour podcast about every episode, which just goes over the plot, does about some other stuff. And those I'm, podcasts are not a half hour. The 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 old the old ones are okay. like forty minutes. Um, and then I'm gonna watch season six and seven again. Because I haven't, I only watched season seven once. I'm rewatching watch, um, yeah. season six and seven as well. Um, after a rewatch for me, that's taken a long time. But the reason why it's a rewatch only for me, it's because it's my boyfriend's first time seeing the show. Wow! So it's mm. pretty Wait, nice. Yeah, he just never had HBO, even though a long time ago I gave him my uh, password. But it's taken my, uh, it's taken a, a forcible hand to get him to watch it. <laughs> but whatever. Wait a will, will he be willing to get on the show? He's. I, it's a rare thing to find a first first time watcher. I think he would get on the show, but he's not very talkative. But he is an uh, avid listener, so I guess we'll wait for your email then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to see how. I just want to see how it ends. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. To you know, come to a conclusion for us to. That's what she said. Bow down and say thank you. For and ready a great for run of fantastic TV. Yeah, no matter how it ends, like it's been, it's been. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's been it's so been a great ride. It's been so worth it. Either oh, absolutely. Or, yeah. It, 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 there's undeniably ranked as one of the best TV series of all time. Yeah, yeah it's the biggest TV show of all time, probably. I don't know. It's just a game changer in all aspects of the word game changer. Yeah. 
And even if you deny it, the fact that now they have the longest battle scene ever, you can't take that away. And they already had Battle of the Bastards. It was good. You know, that alone was an achievement in my eyes. That one shot of John just standing with the whole army coming at him was something that would go down in pop culture history mm-hmm. forever. So Remember the Red Wedding for 100 years. April 14th. April is going to be the best month of my life. <laughs> I'm... It's going to be sick. Uh, Star Wars Celebration, which means Star Wars trailer, and then Game of Thrones, and then Avengers Endgame, Killing Eve 2. Uh, I'm going to see a magician live. I'm going to see Book Makes the April. Going to see Book of Mormon. I'm moving. It's going to be a crazy oh, really? week. Yep. Wait. Wait, you moving? Yeah, my lease is up in April. We'll talk about it after this because no one cares, but I'm not going to say where I'm moving on the air. But uh, yeah, we'll talk, I'll tell you guys. Yeah. So. You coming down to Georgia? No. Oh. Sorry. That's sad. I know, sad. isn't it? You guys are talking. You guys are just giving it raving reviews, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on my way. Well, <laughs> technically, it's not Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah. No, not technically, literally. It's not. <laughs> That's fair. All right. You guys want to get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. She said. Let's get so, down. So, this week and the 21st Marvel movie has come out of the MCU, Captain Marvel. It's legal now. Yeah. I could drink <laughs> now. The MCU could drink beer now. Yep. So, Captain Marvel came out and... um. Let's talk about, before we get into the movie, you guys want to talk about the little internet fiasco that happened with this movie? How there was a bunch of people online, mostly, pretty much all men, who somehow thought that this movie was a personal vendetta against their manlyhood, and that it should not <laughs> ever come out, so they had a campaign to destroy it critically before it came out, and sabotage the box office, and I just want to say... It didn't fucking work because this nope. movie made a buttload of money, <laughs> and it's awesome. So I think it was like a hundred and forty-three million dollar domestic opening, six hundred million worldwide. I think it has one of the like top ten largest releases yeah. as well. I think the worldwide. only Marvel movies it didn't beat were uh, Avengers. Avengers: Infinity War and Black Panther, Wham. which is respectable. So it's made a buttload of money. Fuck those people. Um, this movie's I mean, going to do great. Succeed mm-hmm. in having uh, finally Rotten Tomatoes evaluate their policies and make some changes because it's ridiculous, man. I mean, I'm not a. I, I am indifferent about Rotten Tomatoes. I think honestly, you should listen to podcasts, listen to movie reviewers, pick one that really aligns with what you think, and just listen to that. But Rotten Tomatoes is just like a massive collection of. Some people who have great opinions and some people just talking shit. And, and some people who might have no not reason. even seen the movie, you know? Oh, they definitely didn't see the movie. Most of them definitely, because no, they were doing it before the movie came out. The reviews out. were coming out before the, 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 yeah, the reviews were coming out before even the reviews. F that. So yeah. I'm a little bit out of the loop, though. What is, um, what are the policies that Rotten Tomatoes is reevaluating? Uh, so now, now you can only vote on a movie after it comes out. So there's no more want to see. You can't, you can't review a movie before it comes out. Um, you can't give it a negative before. I think you know, you can only do. I think that's it. 
I don't think they did too much. Plus, plus they blocked a bunch of people yeah, coming out like of this. Yeah, they have like the Rotten Tomato score, and then they have the audience. Score, oh yeah, they got rid of the audience people score. People are yep. expecting to watch the movie, so the audience score was like at it was trash like way nine. before the movie came out. Um, but people were actively just you know trying to bring the movie down, um, and it didn't work. That's you so know, lame. They, they change policies now. There's a new policy. I still will tell people to not let themselves go by Rotten Tomatoes. Like, if you want, if you really want to, you know, get a general idea, yes, just skim through a couple of reviews, but go see the movie. Make your own opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Don't listen to podcasts that talk and review movies. That's Fuck ridiculous. That. Only, only come here for the full spoilers yeah. <laughs> after you saw yeah. it. And speaking of opinions, I would love to hear Noelia's opinion on Captain Marvel. Yes. I enjoyed it very much. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I, mean, I don't want to cut you off, but, you know, I'm going to keep doing it because that's how we would do it here. Um, exactly. No, I'm kidding. So we're going to do, we should do a little bit of no spoilers, and then we'll, we'll definitely dive in a lot of spoilers. I'll do no spoilers. Yeah. Just, I'm, not, I'm talking mostly to your husband because I know okay, he has to hear me say it out loud for him to <laughs> process it. So we'll but do a little bit of no spoilers, and then we'll so do spoilers. This lady doesn't get offended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just like call me a lady. I'm no lady. Whoa, 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 you my lady. I am no lady. Um, <laughs> I like the movie very much. Um, it was an okay movie. Like, I knew coming in that my expectations should not be super high just because of the weight the movie is self was scaring uh being the first you know female-led uh mcu movie so i was a little not skeptical but i came in with you know my expectations in check and i'm glad i did right i enjoyed the movie um it was an again an okay movie uh there wasn't not much a stake we knew from the get-go she was gonna be part of endgame we knew from the get-go like it was you know set in the 90s so it was an origin, if we could say an origin movie. Um, it was an okay origin movie. Um, I felt it was the plot and and the story was a little like, not flat, but a little basic. And I am mm. okay with that because I feel the movie was catered to little girls that are looking up to this character that is Captain Marvel. I was I was very okay with the idea that oh this movie is not that deep they're not dealing with topics that that, that are that serious and I'm okay with it because we want to reel in a new generation of of moviegoers uh, more than just continue to cater to the folks that have been following you know the the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the for the past 10, 11 years. Um, I think it sets the tone for the new generation of those moviegoers, and and I'm okay with the plot and the story not being that deep or serious. Um, I was able to enjoy the movie. I felt the music was cool, but on some scenes oh. was maybe a little misplaced. We're going to talk about that. Some of, them were, it, some of them were great. Some of them were like, what? Were, what the Exactly. Fuck? You get like, oh. You know, I get it. It's the 90s. They wanted to, you know, throw some music in there. But it, it did not 
always worked out and some scenes it did and some scenes it just it kind of took me away definitely um, agree with that but it didn't take me away from the experience of what the movie was and what the movie was trying to do um and for that i'm very happy with with what came out of the uh, out of the movie cool sarah your thoughts are so well put together i hate to follow you um i really enjoyed this movie I was cracking up silently over here when you said, I feel like this movie was for little girls because I felt like they definitely did make this movie for me. <laughs> um, well, I, technically, you are a child. Definitely. Wow. Hit me up, guys. I'm a child. Uh, I'm not. No. <laughs> I'm not 15. Definitely an adult. I just look like I'm 15. Can't help it. I still get asked at work sometimes if I'm a high schooler. <laughs> Um, uh, what I came out of, um, when I came out of this movie, definitely like the thought in my head, um, was representation does matter. Um, because when I can think of, when I think about it, like this is really the first time that I've seen a movie like this where I was being represented on screen. And that was huge for me. I'm somebody who's always like daydreamed about, being a superhero and how cool that would be and to see it you know like this was me up on the screen it meant a lot so regardless of at some points being taken out of the movie and obviously it wasn't like a fantastic story or you know really fantastic anything the the fact that like i was seeing myself on the screen was the fantastic part and that's what put the magic in it for me i was in there just having a blast and cracking up um, especially cause you know, if anybody knows me, you know, my favorite, uh, video games are fallout where it's a total RPG. You know, you, you customize your character, however you want, you play your character, however you want. And as I was watching Captain Marvel, I was like, Oh my God, like I've made so many fallout characters that basically just were Captain Marvel. Um, and like the way she acted and how badass she was. Um, I can't tell if this is like a spoiler, but there um, there are certain parts of the movie that tend to repeat themselves, and I was a little bit uh, done with that. I was like, I you know, we would have these like really long shots of something that you've already seen. I was like, oh man, like I've seen this piece of smoke or this piece of rubble already. Like, can you just get over it? Um, but I did <laughs> like that the story ultimately was about discovering yourself and how to be yourself, um, because that is such a big like that's a story that I think all women have to live out and have to figure out. Um, maybe they do it when they're my age. Maybe they do it when they're younger maybe they don't do it until they're much older. Um, but it just felt like it, it fit for, you know, Captain Marvel. And I, I just really connected with the story. I liked it on many levels and definitely like the interactions with, um, the men that she had, you know, in her, in her story as well. Yo, speaking of which, kept looking at the friends who I went to see this with, like, can you believe that this is Samuel L. Jackson? We are so close (laughs) to being able to just paste anybody's face onto anybody. I could not believe that this movie was so, this movie was so believable with this young Sam Jackson. It was crazy. He did such a great job. Definitely, I I don't want to say stole the show a little bit, but he was great. He is, I, Funniest, not one point in the movie I fucking questioned whether that was young Sam Jackson or not. Absolutely like I never not. 
It, you could also see it in the way he walked. Like, yeah, he was old. <laughs> yeah, the only time he questioned it was when he started running or doing any fighting. Because he was, oh yeah, he's 70. That makes sense. He can't really do that. That's what I'm saying. It's not too long until they just pick some, you know, fucking stunt double yep. off the street. And they say, hey, you're Samuel L. Jackson now, you know. Yep. Run like it's 1995. Did this movie take place in 1995? 1995 was the day to take place, yes. That's very Abe, true. Yep. Abe, that's the year I was born. No, oh my God. Yeah, I was, I was like in sixth grade already. Yeah. Um, so Captain Marvel ultimate the- ultimate review, great, like good movie, but great for me. Nice. It's a great movie for me. Cool. So for me, uh, I the first night I saw this movie when I immediately left this movie, I was thinking, I'm a man, and it ruined my masculinity forever. No, I'm kidding. It was. <laughs> You're an so, idiot. <laughs> I, I originally thought it was a solid movie. I was like, that's a solid MCU movie. It didn't, it was good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but boy, did I have a great time with that movie. Brie Larson is fantastic. Sam Jackson's fantastic. Ben Mendelsohn is just so good in everything that dude does. I am mm-hmm. on board with Ben Mendelsohn for whatever he does next. I fucking so love good. that dude. He brought so much character he and so much scroll, humor. Right? Yeah, he was a scroll. And it was awesome. I love Ben Mendelsohn. And then the more I thought about this more movie and the more interviews with the director I've listened to or podcasts I've listened to or reviews I've listened to, the more I realized this movie is really good. And it is super influential on a lot of people that I didn't think of. And it has a lot of points that I missed. And everyone who sees it says it's way better a second time to get the full picture of it. And I kind of want to see it again because it it seems like it'd be better looking back on it. And we're going to get into it in spoilers. But this movie, the more I think about it, the more of an achievement it becomes. The more brilliant it becomes. And the more I just thoroughly enjoy it. And the more thankful I am that it exists. And... It brought something to the MCU that it, we haven't seen before. It, it, it looked at a time that we haven't seen before in the 90s. We saw some things. It filled in a perfect backstory of what a prequel should do. It enhances the movies and before, after it. It doesn't have too many holes when you do a prequel. Because that's the problem with prequels. Why don't we do this? It's got a couple. Mm. But they do their best to work it out. And as far as origin story goes, it did what an origin story has to do. But it... it it didn't do it in the quote-unquote Marvel formula that people say are their origin stories. It it flipped that formula over. It didn't do anything. It the the pacing of the movie was pretty good, and they did some things that I haven't seen origin movies do in a while, in a long time, probably ever. And I I'm so happy for this movie, and it got me even that much more excited for Endgame, which is only a month away. What wouldn't April. get you excited for that? That's fair. That is fair. But I can't wait to talk about more spoilers. We'll get into it. Just after Abe tells us what he thought of Captain Marvel. We still don't know spoilers? Yes. Yep. <laughs> that looks okay. painful for you to say. Just tell how you liked it, right. if you liked it or not. I'm, I'm a big Marvel fan. I, I think it's, you really got to shit the bed for me not to like a Marvel movie and fortunately this didn't happen you know I, I like the movie every actor in it gave it a hundred percent I like Brie Larson I love Ben Mendelsohn 
probably, you know, for me, he was the one that stole the movie. Um, there are a lot of things that I didn't appreciate about this movie that I didn't like. Um, it felt, in many ways, it felt like a phase one movie. It, they made mistakes that that felt like phase one movies. Uh, I, you know, in some cases, I thought about Iron Man 2 or Thor 2. Oh, no way. And, and well, I felt like really they were rushing through it to set up, in, uh, you know, Avengers. Uh, I I think there was a lot of self-consciousness about making a different origin movie because fans keep complaining that they're tired of origin movies. So F the for fans, me, was... they keep paying for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess in this role, in this movie review, I'm playing Ryan and Jim's role. <laughs> this is a new this is a new role for Damn. you. Right? Yeah. Um, a new low. Uh, I, I agree with Noelia. I mean, the music. Literally at one point, I I went like hands up in the air. Like, are you kidding? This yeah, we know. Everyone knows the point that is. We'll get into it. Two twice. They yeah, I know. Twice. I know. I know exactly um, what two points. I could bet you, bet you hundred thousand. I know exactly what two moments in the movie were. I can't and, wait and to hear. The second time it happened, it didn't even sound good. It sounded Just weird. move past it. The All right. Anyway, um, yeah, there were some decisions that they made that are now canon. That I I think I was like really that's 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 now the story behind this and, and it it I don't know I mean it, for sakes of humor it was cool I mean nobody's talked about the cat yet nobody's talked about I'm fucking uh, getting goose. there dude yeah talk about uh, parts goose. that I didn't like I love that cat. oh you didn't like goose uh no and I'll tell you oh. well I'll wait until we can go into full spoilers and I'll talk about why I didn't like it okay um. I like the cat uh, and, and his role in the movie, um, but but all in all, it really didn't rank in my top five. And and well, I guess um, I am disappointed because um, they've had a long time to prep for this first female-led movie, for not to have something that steals the show you know i think about some of the directors you know they've targeted indie directors or i would i shouldn't say indie directors but non-mainstream directors to to do some of these big movies and i felt like every one of them brought a solid style like you see a guardians you're like man that's james gunn you, you see any other russo brother movies and they feel mm -hmm. very you know towards their style um I felt like this movie really didn't have a style. I didn't like it. Really didn't feel like it had a, a you know a, an identity. Um, but but that said, I am totally aligned with the representation uh, topic. I I when when Spider Man into the Spider Verse started and that first scene when Miles is saying bye to his mom and they're speaking Spanish and a little bit of reggaeton is playing on the background and you see the puerto rican flag i i felt my chest build up and i, I almost got a little bit teared eye so if that's like me when i see superman a white male finally <laughs> being strong i get so emotional <laughs> you're an idiot um so so if any little girl or even youtube felt in any way the same way i man i'm, I'm really happy uh 
But I'm gonna do the the mo- the thing that I never thought I would do, which is if if you know, I don't know if I was gonna compare it to Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, the style and the filmmaking in Wonder Woman was better. Where I feel the story in Captain Marvel was a hundred times better. So. You know, it's a give and take. All right. Wow. So you heard of the aim hate all women. I don't disagree with all of your points. I think you know Just you got some. Super- that's what no, I no, mean. No, no, that's no, what no, I no, mean no, by by it being a, a basic and and no depth in the story. Like you see Wonder Woman. It well, here's the it, thing. It, I want to. We should do the spoilers. Was, wait, are you gonna are you gonna let me? Finish? Yeah, that's, I think there are. Twice you interrupt her. I think there is depth. Me, Mike. I think there's depth. Um, but what I mean by it, when you when you think of Wonder Woman, is this mythical creature? It has some mythical, you know, uh, uh, background backstory that isn't necessarily explained. But as a grown up, you go in and you kind of understand where where it's coming from and where it's going. Uh, when you see Captain Marvel, it's like totally an origin movie. It's not a superhero that is as mainstream as Wonder Woman. Definitely, where there not. is a, a much wider you know, general True. idea or sense of where this hero is coming from. Um, so I'm okay with it being a basic, not complicated storyline because, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, the little girls understand where where she's coming from, you know? The moment you start treating your audience like they're dumb, you're losing. You lost the I wouldn't but say treat his audience I'm as not, dumb. That's, that's not what I'm saying. They're not treating the audience as a dumb audience. They're just catering to a younger audience. And I think they're catering to all audience. audiences. I felt I catered to. Yeah. I feel like every Marvel movie um, has come up with a challenge to defy the genre. You know, like, can we make a family movie? Can we make a heist movie? Can we make a even a, a sci-fi movie? Um, can I ask you a question, David? What? Can I ask you a question real fast? What do you, you think? Interrupting me now. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? Okay. What do you think is better, this or Ant Man and the Wasp? Oh. <laughs> Probably this one. I mean, I I am happy that we are going full blown cosmic. You know that we yeah. are bringing in the scrolls. That's gonna open up. Uh, the potential for Fantastic Four in the future, um, and and that there's no shyness around it. When you think about Thor, how much Thor had to kind of kind of dance around the idea of, of you know trying to explain aliens and stuff just by saying you know it's science and it's magic and all that con- and and then Guardians came along and it was like we don't give a fuck you know they're so fucking aliens dude we're out here guy and yeah. And now we we've gone down that hole, and, and, and it's like not only aliens, they're shapeshifters, and there's all kinds of crazy shit happening. Wouldn't you uh, agree so, that Avengers One introduced the concept that like yeah, they're fucking aliens out here? Yeah, I'd say I'd say yeah, even Captain but, America with like Red Skull and mm, he he got blasted uh, off into space at nah, the end. I, well, yeah, but that's one and thing. You can blast Red anything Skull. off into space if you have enough jet fuel. But Thor. Thor's an alien. Technically, but he's... Yes, but, but that just you made don't a point that, that Thor had to go dance around the idea of them not being aliens. And plus, they were all humanoids. They all looked yeah. like yeah. regular you people. You don't have any fucking scrolls I, I, out there. Yeah, but to, but to Sarah's point, yes. I mean, the first 
yeah, you had a full alien invasion in, in Avengers, but there were there were no death to these characters, you know? Yeah, they were just yeah. like uh, they, they had no 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 background, no personality. They were just animals. Doesn't uh, Drax honestly, call the Chitauri paper people? Uh, yeah. Well, he saw some other race that's like that. Oh. I don't think it's actually Chikari. I think it's something else. But yeah, pretty much, it's similar. I think it is. I put two dollars on that. Okay. That's all I have in my wallet. It's in Guardians. <laughs> There's not Chitauri in Guardians. Does- it's like paper. They um, it's it's like the they have like. Beehive faces. The faces look like beehives. They're not like Chitari. They Guardians look- what are you talking yeah. about? The bad guys in we're Guardians just, 1. We're just talking about, yeah, the, the nature of the aliens in Guardians 1. I don't yeah. even know why I started arguing it's betting fine. with you because you've definitely seen the movie more than I have. Oh. And I thought I've seen it a lot. <laughs> I've seen that it a lot. That's a good point, though. Okay, so Captain Marvel. It's good. Go see it. It's good. Let's get into spoilers. It's worth watching in theaters. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're getting to yeah. spoilers starting now. But before we get into the actual movie, we should talk about what happened before the movie started, because that was probably one of the best parts oh. Oh, of, yeah. of the movie. Yes. Abe doesn't even know what we're talking what are we about. talking about? The, the super Stanley oh, Marvel yeah. thing. Yep. So the, I'm so thankful they did it that yeah. way. I, so let me explain what it is. Tasteful. Yeah, yeah, go yep. ahead. Go ahead. So the, in the beginning of the movie, there's a Marvel Studios logo that is very extended with a bunch of characters. And for this one, it was all Stan Lee. It wasn't his, it was his cameos, but there's also like behind the scenes footage of interacting with him, interacting with directors, and it was just a fantastic tribute to Stan Lee. And whoever had that idea should just get a massive raise because it was. I was like, that's. I've never felt that emotional in the first 20 seconds of a movie in my entire life, and I've seen it up so many times. Up, yeah. yeah, right? You definitely, heard, you definitely heard my whole theater go, oh. Yeah. It was really nice. Yep. It was, yeah. it was fantastic. And what, what I liked, what I loved about it, it was that it wasn't a sad message. It wasn't like in memoriam or rest yep. in peace. It was thank you. you know, yep. It was yeah. a celebration of life. And and it, it was really really uh, well put together. Uh, it was very creative uh, way to, to pay homage to the creator, um, and uh, and it probably was Kevin Feige's idea. So I don't think he you know he I don't think you yeah, need to give him more. Money. I don't know. <laughs> Could have been anyone's idea. You know, you never know. Okay, so let's dive into it real fast. Just to get it out of the way, the two music drops that I know you hated, Abe, was the first one was Nirvana, because it was so out of place, Come As You Are. It felt very strange. And then the one that everyone, I think... That was when she everyone, was on the motorcycle? No, that was when she went to go see the Supreme Intelligence for the second time. She's like, oh, music. And then oh, she's yeah, dancing. what the fuck? Yeah, that was weird. And then the final one, <laughs> it was what... Uh, no doubt, just a girl, yeah. just in the worst spot, so on the head. It didn't fit the action scene at all, and I was just like, I looked at Audrey, and I was just like, "Is this? This is they're doing this? Okay, all right, that's that's yep. whatever they want to do." But you can't. I can't get mad at it because it's like I, I can. I get oh, what you're doing. Totally can. I get oh, what man. you're doing. Guardians, Guardians already established that you can have a. Like, Dope soundtrack yeah, that is for sure. related to the eight. Like they did a whole 80s, 70s soundtrack that was, you know, like telling the story about the, the timeline without hitting you over the head with it, man. Mm-hmm. It was it was like back to back to back. Salt and Pepper. Uh, oh, I love that no Salt and Pepper song, though. 
I love it, but it was like too much. It felt like Suicide Squad. They would just drop. I don't think it was as bad as Suicide Squad. I don't think people can do it as good as Guardians of the Galaxy did it because they they kind of took that to the next level. Why not? It's freaking Marvel Studios. And Guardians Guardians honestly did it twice. Yeah, and plus, seventies music is way better than nineties music. I mean, there's just that too. My gusta, my gusta. Put it this way, like no one is going to be playing this soundtrack on repeat the way that they were playing oh, playing no, Guardian no. soundtrack. I don't, say, I don't think that's I didn't true like at all. it. But I like. I think Great they point. did most of the '90s stuff pretty good. Uh, the blockbuster Listen, was dope. They, they should have just left it at that. The the, the blockbuster and the Raider check. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, the fish out of water. Yeah. So this show. is the thing too. Like, I like that she was a fish out of she was a fish out of water, but she wasn't dumb, which is. You know, she didn't do anything stupid. She's like, I, I got to find a communicator. I got to communicate with my people yeah. and get on the message. Oh, no. she was, yeah, she was smart as fuck. You know? Yeah. It's like, we've seen this before with Tony and with Doctor Strange. You get a, a semi-arrogant lead or, or a full arrogant lead, eventually kind of find this their humanity and become a bit more humble. Um, you know, in her case, you know, she, she did find herself through the process and she was a little bit arrogant in the beginning but not the same way as tony and 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 dr strange right they were just full of themselves and this in her case she she just knew that she was badass (laughs) and in those scenes specifically (laughs) like the beginning scenes where she's talking to that security guard and when she's talking to like you know nick fury and agent colson she knows that she is smarter than them or better than them because she's on she's like i'm on some backwater shithole like these people don't even have fucking space travel yeah (laughs) yeah no no she she looks at them like oh you guys don't have a clue don't yeah so (laughs) i've listened to a lot of uh interviews with directors the 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 two directors anna Bowden and ryan i want to say fletcher fletcher or something like that whatever so know how she blows off um arnold schwarzenegger's head in the stu- in the blockbuster, the True Lies standing. The True Lies, mm-hmm. the True Lies poster. Yep. So they originally shout out to, shout out to Jim. Yeah, they're originally going to have a a standee for the movie The Mask because there was a green head and it would have looked like a scroll to her, and then she was going to blast that. That's pretty good. But they couldn't get the rights to the um. mask. They wouldn't. The studio wouldn't give them the standee to use, so they had to use True Lies instead, which is still great. Came out the same year, but I enjoyed that. And that was for Jim. And I thought it'd be cool if they had the mask because I fucking love the mask. I watched that movie. They knew Jim was going to watch this yeah, movie. And Jim has not watched this movie. So there's that. That's another reason why he's not here. <laughs> so there's that. I want to talk about why I hated this cat. Oh, okay. So there were two moments where I sat back in my seat and I was like, this is a fucking Disney movie. And I said it just like that <laughs> out loud in the theater. Um, and they both happened like pretty close together. So, uh, one of them was when the cat, like actually like the whole time I did, I did think this was funny the whole time. They're like, Oh, this is a cat. This is a cat. Then it's like a flurker and it's got Mm -hmm. this like weird tentacle mouth. And this tentacle monster thing is such a fucking Disney thing. It's, I just, I hate it now. And it's, it's something, straight from the comic books. If we're going to talk tentacles, we could say it really is an anime thing, but let's leave it at it's, that. Yeah. No, because it's been in like all these Disney movies, it especially has. the Star Wars movies lately. I'm, I'm over yeah. it. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. Cause it also like, I don't know, that kind of like body horror stuff that started happening in a lot of like, as I was growing up, 
I noticed that like cartoons weren't for me anymore, especially when I think of something like SpongeBob. They just started have a lot having a lot more body horror in it, and I don't know if that's something that appeals to like the younger generation now, but I don't like it. And as soon as I saw that, I was like. This fucking Disney movie, man. I See, can't believe this. I, but I did like the other I, things about the cat. I'm a huge cat person. So I was like, oh, damn, look at this cute little cat in here. I did think the entire movie that the cat I was going to be a stuff. scroll. Yeah, Me I'm too. like, you know, you're always telling I us know. to stop playing with the Legos. You've been yeah. playing with the Lego the whole time. It is your Lego, so you do what you want. But tell I'm feeling them, a little, them. I'm feeling, yeah, no, you know. I'm um, the other moment where I, I sat back and said, oh, God damn, this is a Disney movie is when they were flying the ship at the end of the movie through the canyon and I, and I was like am I watching Star Wars? I thought it was Independence Day like go back to the 90s I was like this is like Independence Day I don't know maybe I haven't seen yeah. Independence Day enough oh you should it's so good I thought the floating I thought the scout was going to be a scroll I knew it wasn't a normal cat as soon as it's been in the posters and all that it but, was in the posters? oh yeah there was, oh, like a, there was like a character poster for it um I just love Ben Mendelsohn's like that's not a cat. Get that shit away from me. Like that, I was, that was so his delivery good. of yeah, his like, lines like that oh, were really funny. That like, is, what do you guys do? Yeah, man? that is not a cat. Yeah. Get that out of my yeah. face right now. So apparently well, that is a cat. Uh, Sarah, to be to be fair, it is more than a Disney thing. That is yeah. like straight up canon. That's yep. the way the Furkins behave in the comic books. That's just Are they all cats or are they There's other, no, that's the only one. Animals? So in the comic books Rocket recognizes it. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I, I I don't know that they're, they're the only ones. Oh well, that's I mean whatever. Yeah, but this is I think it might be the only one on Earth. Yeah, and it's got it's got pocket dimensions in its stomach. That's why I could just swallow things. Hey, you know what? This I probably would have liked it a little bit more if it was in Guardians of the Galaxy and not Captain Marvel. Probably. <laughs> you know, I'm just glad that well, I don't you know, go to the supermarket and I see fucking goose you know plushies oh yeah yeah they'll be there don't worry Ugh. yeah well i mean that that's funny you said that keep talking i'm, I'm gonna search for something okay because uh, i uh, can talk about something that i really liked um yep. a moment where i kind of sat up straighter in my seat and i was like yes oh that was so awesome is when she escapes the scroll oh that scene was great shit for the first time and specifically uh, when she's fighting all these guys with her hands still in the big like cylinders, she's got oh, yeah. bare feet. And then uh, there's a moment where she opens a door and like outsteps this giant scroll dude. And then she hits him a couple times and he knocks her across the room. That was like blow for blow, shot for shot, Raiders of the Lost Ark when Indiana Jones fights the giant Nazi by the plane. <laughs> and I, that Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite movie. So I just <laughs> love that. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. And then right after that or right before that, the scroll screams in her face. And she screams right back. Yeah. That's the kind of shit I'm talking there's about. There's a kind of another mo- that was, that kind was probably of- my favorite scene, or at least definitely the best fight scene. In I don't oh, blame yeah. you for that. There was kind of another Raiders moment at the end ooh, too, ooh. when Jude Law was doing his whole like "fight me without your powers," you know, oh, control, yeah, yeah. and then she just like boom, and she blasts him across Fuck the fucking. You, I want to talk yeah. about that scene too. Oh yeah, later. we'll get. Yeah, that was good, but that's like Raiders with the guy with the fucking yeah. knives. And, and do you know why boom. they really did? Well, you know why they really did it like that. It's because everybody in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, everybody was super hot and had diarrhea, so <laughs> nobody wanted that. to film anything. There's actually yeah. a um, deleted scene where John Rice davies is being executed by a Nazi, and, uh, you know, at a, some point he's supposed to, like, lean over and get on his knees, and, you know, the actor just leaned over and shit his pants right there. <laughs> no. Absolutely. That is awesome. Um... Shit. I was gonna say about the the cat, and, you know, if it, if it, like talk about the cat. Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy had their own pet cameo, and they didn't use it as much, which was 
Cosmo, the, the space dog. Yeah. Um, it just shows up in the after credit scene, and Cosmo is actually mm-hmm. a big part of the Guardian storyline. So they could have used it better. That's one thing James Gunn maybe didn't want to cross that line, and got to give him credit in, in Captain uh, um, Captain Marvel for not being afraid to do that. Yeah, I mean yeah. they already um, had Baby Groot. Yeah, so <laughs> can't get better than that. Honestly, yeah. You so, have one merch opportunity per movie. There was. There, I want to hear your thoughts, both uh, Sarah and Olia. I felt like I'm not here for me. Uh, well, I want to hear a women's thought. If you want to, you know. Oh, they finally want to hear what we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you both didn't start the conversation. <laughs> okay. Um. Here, here. Here's the question. Like it was very for me heavy-handed. The conversation of, oh, you're too emotional. Oh, control your emotions. Oh, like I feel like every woman in the world is always hearing that. It's like if you get pissed and you're trying to make a point, it's like, why are you getting emotional? That, that I felt like I just came across in the movie constantly. And so, you know, as, as not a woman, <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know if this is actually landing or not. So what are your thoughts? Okay, well, let me challenge you on this one because I agree, and maybe this is just me being a little bit mm, obtuse. I agree with you that in retrospect, it seems a little bit heavy-handed, but to me, no, well, the way that I wanted to watch this movie and the way that I ended up watching this movie because I was seeing myself on screen is that I'm not thinking about it of, like, this man telling this to a woman. I'm thinking about it like this person telling something to another person. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that, you know, like, women ending up, you know, not having emotional things being a factor uh, is, is one story. But it's also another story, and it's a larger human story to be able to set emotions aside and have mastery over yourself. Like, isn't that where Luke Skywalker ends up by, you know, the last movie? Is he not, like, cool, collected, and, and and has mastery over self? I think that that tells a larger human story. But I agree with you that in the parlance of our times, you know, in the right now, that is something that everybody hears a lot. In fact, I was watching the 2000s, and, like, this was literally a whole thing about like Hillary Clinton got asked like an emotional question by an emotional woman and she like her voice shook a little bit and she teared up a little bit and then she was down like you know a billion points in the polls the next day true Amalia? I think I think it it has it says a lot about the way at least they handled it and the way I interpret it um, emotions are superpowers just what back to Sarah was saying, like you're, she's emotional, yeah. Her superpowers are coming through, um, and she's able to master those emo- emotions mm-hmm. to get full control of her superpowers. Oh, I, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, so I like you know, it, I interpreted emotion as the the full scale of her superpowers, and and she learning how to control that and master that and. I like I didn't mind it. Like so you, I'm so, with Sarah. So you, you, you I, I guess what I understand is like you see it as it being part of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but you think it was handled right. I think I I didn't have any issues with it. So this, I I, I didn't get all of that the first time. But li- thinking about it more, and this is where the second viewing I think comes in. If you go back and watch it, like Jude Law is being a douchebag the entire movie, trying to control her. And he's 
he starts that from the beginning, but just the way that he's painted, you think he's not a bad guy. But if you go back and look, and Jane, his his character just sucks the entire time, and he's like trying to control her, trying to say like we gave you this power, we could take it away from you, mm-hmm. and like that they they didn't give him that power. She didn't give her that power at all. She, that's all from her. So like all that's bullshit, and I think that's where I want to see it again because the the Kree are painted painted as good guys, but they are clearly the bad guys in the story, and the scrolls who are painted as bad guys never actually do anything bad in the movie right at all like the oh, by the way uh i am pretty sure they do try to kill Captain sipping out of a straw that looks that was definitely a homage to uh Pulp Fiction. for sure yeah so, so sarah just said they, they try to kill captain marvel but they they really don't they hang her upside down and get memories from her they don't torture her after she lands on earth She's right by the telephone. They shoot at her. The telephone. Is that not... The telephone stuff was cool the way she wired it. But I'm I'm saying like... Did they not try to kill her It was a sniper who shot the telephone and not her. So like maybe they stopped to shot the telephone so she can't communicate. They didn't shoot her. Well, I guess they did see all her memories. So at that point, did, you know, the scroll leader... Does he have a name? Talos. Talos? Did Talos... Dude, praise Talos. Shout out to all my people who play Skyrim. Um... (laughs) Did, did he already know right then, like, oh, dude, we are going to, I guess technically if the word you want to use is radicalize uh, Captain Marvel, you know, and have her fight for our cause? Did they well, know right then? I don't I don't know. I don't think they were trying to radicalize anybody. I think they were trying to just find the engine and get, get I mean, he was trying to find his family and he knew his family was where that engine was. And that, that was his main and motivation. And he knew that she knew where it was. So you yeah. can't really kill her, I guess. Yeah. And like, as far as capturing somebody and trying to find your family... Like, going through their memories is not a bad way of getting information out of somebody. She wouldn't have told him. Yeah, but they didn't torture her, you know? They didn't They didn't torture her. They didn't cause her any pain. I guess. They didn't. What about when they were punching on her? She was trying to escape. She was trying to leave. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. weren't shooting I, I, at her. Well, I mean, I, I guess you I, just I, can't I say that they didn't hurt her. Well, I mean, they didn't do anything, like, purely evil in, in the I movie. was not paying attention, I guess, when the scrolls became good. I was like, whoa, what? Really? I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah, it was, I didn't see it coming, but like thinking back on it, you could almost see it in hindsight. Like, that, yeah, they weren't doing that bad. And I I didn't see it coming at all, but that's that fucking scene in the kitchen where they were all talking was so good. And then he says, it's an orbit. How fucking hard was that? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be our science guy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so good. That was that was one of the funny parts, and then the other funny part when you're just like, "Why would I turn into a filing cabinet?" <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "He turned into a cat." I love it. He's like, "He turned into a cat." He's like, "What is a cat?" <laughs> <laughs> it's in this right here. Yeah, it's this thing. But yeah, um, Ben Mendelsohn no, so- really brought everything to this movie. I loved him, even in that makeup. Scrolls like. Like any other race, have had uh, line. You know, they have runs of being bad and being good, exactly, uh, or being misinterpreted. I think same as the, same as the Cree. I, 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 for me, I felt like I the the Cree are always about their own. You know, their own superiority, and the, you know, they got the super intelligence or whatever. I knew for a fact, like if Ronin was going to be in this movie. I was like, okay, yeah, Jude Law is probably going to turn. And plus, I saw the character, which they don't even name him, but it's the same dude that showed up 
eventually in Guardians. Oh, uh, yeah, they name him. I forgot his name, but they, they have his as a name. Who? The black yeah. guy um, who gets his... He's on. He's not like in the uh, mission in the middle. Like in the beginning, he's on the, one of the team. Uh, Jorman Hansu is the actor's name. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who you're talking yeah, about, but I don't remember Guardians. him in he's Guardians. In, he's the... Uh, oh, yeah. Remember yeah. when Star- Star-Lord, like, in the beginning, he finds that orb in the beginning, the and the yeah. guy comes, and he's like... Who are you? Oh, and he's like, who? Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yo, can I talk about uh, Ronan the Accuser for a second? He looked like a bitch without his eyes thing on. Yeah, I don't know What's... what was going on because he comes up on the screen. I was like, oh, they recasted the hell out of him. And no. then they <laughs> didn't. It was him. What happened to this actor? Lee yeah. Pace, are you all right? Because he looked great in Guardians more, 1. Uh, <laughs> I think it's more, uh, you know, makeup and customs. and That's you know, too bad. Maybe they didn't spend as much. I think they spent all their money on Sam uh, Sam Jackson. Because well, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Coulson didn't look as great as Sam Jackson. Yeah, no way. And I also think... I think Do they also DH Jason Yeah, they, they oh, DH yeah. Coulson. Yeah. But I, I read somewhere, I heard somewhere that like, the agent also... A lot to play into it is how much old footage they have of him at that age. So oh. with Sam Jackson, you have oh. you just have infinite yeah you have infinite okay. amount of footage. Plus, like he he really doesn't look when you think about it that much different. Like with a wig on and you just kind of clean up his face <laughs> a little bit. He's you know for a seventy year old man, black, he still looks pretty black, good. Don't crack yeah, I didn't say it like that, crack. but you you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Um, what did you? Hey, what did you think of the scrolls being good guys? Did you see that coming? Uh, I was pleased with it. Like I said, I think you know having two bad guys in a movie was going to be too much. You know, like you, you, I knew there was going to be a turnaround, uh, so it wasn't that big of a surprise. Um, that doesn't mean that the whole scroll rays are good. I mean, yeah. You could, you could continue down this storyline of following the the scroll race, and then all of a sudden, a, a motherfucker scroll comes along, and the Fantastic Four need so to, you know. Here's a tidbit mm, that I, here's a tidbit I feel like you'd be interested in that the internet provided with me for me is when they when they land, there are four four scrolls, and then there's only accounted for three in the rest of the movie. So there's the main guy Talos, there's the science uh, guy. The science guy. And the guy that dies in the car with Nick Fury, and there's a fourth one. Still, what about the one, the, the one in the train? Yeah, the one she fought. That one gets the away. One. Isn't that the science guy? Huh, could be. Because he gets away. Got to rewatch. Or it's Talos. The, the, the science guy. Uh, that 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 scene where he's like, "How did you not figure this out? You're my science guy." <laughs> that, I thought that was very funny. I can't believe that they just left him to die. Yeah, they did. Did he volunteer for that? Because he fucked Probably. up not knowing that it yeah. was an orphan. <laughs> I don't know, but he definitely just left him to die. He must have not had any kids on that plane. Yeah. Yep. Now, um, seeing her come full power was really cool. The one thing I did not see coming, and I'm glad we're full spoilers, <laughs> that her powers would come from the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I not expect that at all. I don't know how I feel about it yet. But now we know that she's not the only one that has the power. I mean, like in Infinity War, we were always like, "Oh, Vision can control." Um, Vin's, Vision's a, on some shit. I mean, Vision has a uh, Infinity Stone, and Doctor Strange has an Infinity Stone. Now they've all lost it. And Scarlet now Witch. Some, she's from, she's she's from she her powers were from the staff. Her powers. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. 
The, the scientists who made her and Quicksilver had Loki's staff. That was a whole beginning of Age of Ultron. They were trying to get Loki's staff back. But didn't Loki's staff the have, the mind, have the Mind Stone? Had the Mind Stone. It's same, same stone as same Vision. Same stone? Yep. Yeah, so her and Vision are from the same stone. Wow. I don't know, buddy. No, Abe, that. that's 100% true. So, at the post-credit <laughs> scene of Winter Soldier... I know, I know. They showed it, but did they did they say, hey, we experimented with this and created this too? Yeah. Literally, they say that almost exact word for word. And then, in Avengers Infinity, so, in is, Avengers Infinity War, in, 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 in Infinity War, Vision goes, he's talking about destroying it, he goes, someone who can resonate with the stone who whose power it came from, and it's... Watch Infinity War. I forgot. Fuck, I just you're watched right, it. You're right. Well, wow. Pl- you're, you're absolutely right, man. Clap to you. Thank you. Hats off to That's Mike. That's amazing. All right. So I've been deep in the uh, MCU plus. this week. <laughs> um, and let's let now we put them two together. I'm glad you brought her up. These are the two most powerful Avengers ever. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, she's like a photon I, blast. I, I, oh damn. I, I think. Um, Captain, I, I think Scarlet Witch is completely um, underappreciated. Um, I, I've said this before. That last scene in Infinity War, I don't think people are grasping the idea of she is holding Thanos back. Thanos holding already five stones. She's holding him back with one hand while having a mental breakdown and killing her boyfriend with the other hand um, or destroying the gem with uh, the stone with the other hand. She's fucking powerful. Yeah, I can't wait to see. uh, I hope. I hope that the the end of Thanos is both of them tricks just kicking his ass. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine if you replace the mental breakdown with like rage instead. Yeah, right. Might get something good. I mean, uh, in comic book canon, if Scarlet Witch gets really angry, she could destroy the whole human race. But that's not. That's what I'm talking about. Thanos obviously didn't do a good enough job. Let's go for a full hundred percent. Okay. Do you guys want to talk about the post credits thing? I want to. Can I? Can we talk about a couple more story things first? Yeah, and then we can wrap up with the post credits thing. Sure. Because I got two things I want to talk about. I want to talk about the friend, Maria. Maria. Marie or Maria. I really liked her, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was great that looking back on this movie, like there was no romantic plot, there was not really any love interest, but. If she would have been totally in lesbians with this lady, I think I would have come away a lot happier. No, oh, I mean I like I like that they were friends. Friendship like is magic and it is beautiful, and I think that there's a lot to be said that like how many of these really don't have this kind of like romantic interest. Basically, yeah. none of them, and that's, that's cool. fucking great. But also, like I saw it right there, man. They could have been. They could have been. <laughs> what I appreciate about her character is like, it's it's a conversation or the you know their hats off to the you can be a superhero without having superpowers oh, yeah. and what you know she contributed to the mission and what they were trying to accomplish. All it takes um, is being brave and helping. Yeah. So I I I love that about about the her story uh, in the movie. Listen, I'll take. Uh, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Sarah, because I, I made the comparison to Wonder Woman, and the one thing I, I said it out loud in the theater when I was with Noelia, it's like, why did she have to fuck Steve, Ro- uh, Steve, whatever his name, uh, in Wonder Woman? It was like, you mean Chris Pine? It was like, why? Did- yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I was trying to think of his character's name, Steve something. Oh, who remembers Steve that? Tre- Steve Trevor. 
Yeah. I think that's. I, I I felt like that took away from the character strength. And, yeah. I mean, to Noelia would tell me, well, you know, she's trying to explore her humanity. That's part of it. And I said, I get it, but that that just felt very forced. And I'm so glad that they didn't have to force um, a, a love story. Just like I was very happy in Rogue One. That last scene when when yeah when they up yeah. The Oh yeah, and that you was see awesome. Them kind of hold hand and be empathetic to each other, but it, it didn't feel like oh they're about to kiss. No, oh, it was no, just no. two. It was just two humans like being they there, embracing. You know, right. yeah. And yep. and after going through the, the the you know they both knew they were gonna die coming into the mission. They were like oh okay, yeah. we're not gonna make it. So it was like yeah, I it, I felt very good in that strong female character, and I felt the same way on this one. It's like we don't need a story, a, a love story. And hats off to Disney. I didn't feel the need to force that in because yep. they do that all the time. Definitely not. Yep. And Maria had that dope line. It was something like the lines of like, you were the most powerful person before all this shit happened. Oh, that I've oh damn. Yes. And that was, that was good. I thought that actress was really excellent. She was good. Yep. Ne- um, never even seen her before. And yeah, she was yep. solid. And her kid, Monica. The kid was great. She's probably going to come back, I think, in some way. Because yeah. she'd be like 35 now. And she is a character from the comics. Oh, really? Yep. So I think I think she's gonna come back in some way yeah. as an adult, which would be cool, dude. Shout Cap- out yeah. to Captain Marvel, like regaining all of her human memories, finding this best friend that she lost, and just be like, "All right, peace. I'm gonna like stop a war for the yeah. next thirty years." Well, and yeah, she just strolls on over, like, "Hey, later. Thanks for the jacket. Thanks for holding yeah. my stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thanks for making my costume cool. I'm out. Peace. Like the color combo." Yeah. She does look cool. She looks really cool. Yeah. So what was and then? Oh, and I also just wanted to talk about um, like her and Jude Law. I oh, did. Yeah. I did like the Jude Law character, and I liked that you, you know, and and perhaps this was like heavy, like a little bit heavy handed, eh? But you might consider it this way. But I I just liked it because it was said in that you don't have to do anything for anyone's approval yeah. and your actions are not validated because you can have you know specifically a man say like you did a good job or like i'm proud of you or this is what i expected you to do or i knew you could do this you can just do something for yourself and you can do something amazing and not have anybody else have anything to do with it Fuck i can't yeah. get mad because that last line of her saying I don't have to prove shit to you. Right. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See, like, I think I think when this movie movie hits the points that it needs to hit when it fucking yeah. matters. Didn't you feel like that was these, Captain Marvel saying yeah. that to the audience? Oh yeah. I don't have oh, to yeah. prove this movie doesn't have to prove anything to you guys. This movie exists because it can exist. Exactly. And because it should yeah. exist. And, and it, it should have had some subtitles when she said that. We can add that somewhere, like in a picture and say uh, fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that whole part where, like, that dude tells her to smile more, which was, like, Oh, immediately. fuck that. Yeah. yeah. When, the, when the first I hope that nobody. Out. I hope that nobody has ever had, like, nobody out there thinks that that was heavy-handed, because that is some real shit. Every girl out it there is. has had that said to them at yeah. one point in their lives. Yeah. I've had said that to me down oh, here. Oh, Absolutely. No, I bet down there. Like, just. Now you're looking at. Walking. Have I said that to you? No, no, no. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's like going through everything his fi- ever said to his wife. Have I ever said that shit? Oh, no. My entire eight years relationship. Yeah. 
Um, I thought that was gross in the theater. Like that was a stupid. <laughs> that was a stupid end end well, they, scene. I thought it was gross. As a cat owner, I was like, oh, I'm flinching. Like I might have to clean something up. Fuck that. I think that I think they start doing that more. Where like the last credit scene is doesn't matter, and it's yeah. just there to just to make you. Oh, I waited for that motherfucker. It's just Howard the Duck. Oh, Come on. That a, hundred, a lot of times. Yeah. Oh yeah. The patience yeah, one. Went- uh, the patience one is in Spider Man. They did yep. that in Iron Man when he's talking to Bruce Banner, like he's going through therapy. Yep. And he and Bruce is Iron falling asleep. Yeah. Um, they do it a lot, but, but the 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 real real one. Yes. The real one. Was awesome. What 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 did you guys say? So I'll want me to take, kind of explain what happens for people who maybe left. I was a little underwhelmed by the real real after credit scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I don't think it was, was so. Just, what was they're doing is it's it. all it's Captain Marvel still with his beard, um, not Captain shaving America. yet. Captain, Captain America. Marvel so, still Cap- with his beard. Captain America with his beard. Uh, <laughs> who else is there? And let's embrace that. Black she's Widow. The now. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's oh, the she's captain. the captain. Yeah, Black Widow. Uh, Steve. Marky Mark War- Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo, War Machine are all looking at the beeper. It stops transmitting, and they don't know why. They have it hooked up to a power source, and then. They say something, and then they turn around, and Captain Marvel's right behind she's them. She's just—they're like she's just right there. Well, so whatever it is, like yeah. we'll just have to wait and see if like whatever gets a signal, and they turn around. She's instantly there. Where's Fury? Yeah, and so she snuck up on Black Widow, which is a pretty cool thing when you think about it. She, she snuck up on all the Avengers. Yeah. she snuck up on all the Avengers. Uh, all like I mean, at least Black Widow and Captain America theoretically have an advanced hearing. Yeah, it's never explicitly yeah. stated, but I'll believe it. Yep. But I thought it was pretty great. Well, I mean, it just got, it just, it, it was, it's a scene from Avengers Infinity War. Where did War. she get in from? No one knows. Because, I mean, when I saw it, I just assumed that she crashed straight through the roof, but that's obviously not feasible. Maybe so she could f- phase, I don't know. I Did she just teleport directly in there? Because that's pretty fucking cool. I don't know. I didn't like, I didn't enjoy it as much. What? Like, I, we didn't get a great first credit, and then we waited the whole thing for this, you know. For a cat throwing up. We're spoiled by Marvel. I mean, we got uh, we literally got a scene but, from the next movie. When you when you put it, you know, at least when I put it side to side with the Emin and the Wasp after credit scene, um, I enjoyed that much more than this after credit scene. Like mm. when when they all become dust on the yeah on Emin and the Wasp that but, created mm-hmm. like. We should have been expecting it, but it did create a, uh, oh, damn, yeah, it's real uh, moment for me. Um, this just didn't do much for me. We're just spoiled. You yeah, know? and uh, I guess, I guess maybe we are spoiled. I just feel like they've already started the campaign for Endgame, and we've already seen these characters at a different stage in the trailers, and and and, and now we kind of took a step back. Uh, so I... I don't know that that was the that that going back to this movie somewhat feeling like just a setup for Avengers or like rushing through it to get to Avengers. Um, yeah, I think that scene definitely could have been better um, if they were really just trying to expand the story. But that the scene just really felt like a tie-in, and that was it. Um, it didn't it didn't feel like it was expanding it at all. But I'm curious. I'm curious now because then that brings up questions about Avengers. It it, it means well, that yeah. Are they gonna have we, this if, scene again in the Avengers? Yeah, they they probably will. I mean, it's happened before when um, there was a scene. 
Man, I'm trying to think which movie it was. It might have been Ant-Man. Or the movie that came, that previewed before Civil War. And you see um, uh, Winter Soldier uh, being being captured by Steve and Falcon. And he's like, Falcon tells him, oh yeah, I know a guy. Um, mm-hmm. and they, they have his they, arm. They have him stuck. Pinch, yeah, yeah, pinch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a guy. They're introducing like Ant-Man is going to show up in in Civil War. Um, and they use that same scene again in the movie. I think they might use this movie, but the question it brings up to me is like, you've already seen in the trailer that time has passed. You see Steve all shaven. Mm-hmm. You see like the world coming to terms with the happening, the snap, whatever they call it. Um, but in the scene now, you see her show up in a moment where they're not at that stage still so that means that she's going to show up very early in the movie which i'll be honest that was kind of a surprise for me i thought she wouldn't be straight up in the start of the movie in avengers yeah i think she's gonna be in the beginning but i'm really excited to see one month away can't wait only one month month. i know all right anyone have any final thoughts on captain marvel before we wrap this bad boy up it was good i liked it (laughs) <laughs> well done well done I, I i think it's it's it is the start of the new phase you know it is the start of a new generation um we'll see i mean she like i said she's the captain now you know at the end at the end of Endgame, we will bow out the original cast the original avengers and she would just continue to play an even stronger role in the upcoming Marvel Universe. So I'm excited for that. Cool. Noelia, Sarah? Go see it in the theaters, people. Um, it is it is worth the, the pop for money. Um, see it in the big screen. Hell yeah. Hmm. Cool. Life hack, bring your own microwave. Set it off yeah. during the movie. Make your own popcorn. Save wow. money. That's so smart. It's 3D chess, guys. No, seriously, I think I will go see this movie again because after you know all your guys' comments, I kind of want to take it in another view. I was really excited when I saw it. Not that I'm like trying to go and find things that are worse with the movie, but I think it's worth another I watch. I might see it tomorrow. Hell yeah. Good yeah job. I might see it tomorrow. I have late. I go in late to work tomorrow, so I might. You're going to go in boost without me? Is there a problem? We'll let, you guys, we'll let you guys solve that afterwards. Go have a self-date. Yeah. Mm. Okay, everyone. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to find more of us, please do so on the internet. M-A-J-R-N-E-R-D-S. You could Google us. You could Instagram us. You could tweet us. Tweet us. You could Facebook us. Do all that. Thank you, Tom, for our music. Thank you, Noelia, for our artwork. Thank you, Ralph, for alighting. Thank you all for listening. And we will be back soon. We'll just be back, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back at some point. We'll we don't back. know. You'll know. You'll know. Stay tuned. Life happens. Life happens. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye. We love you.